Hello and welcome back to Sean Talks, the podcast where nobody knows what's going on, not even me. But I'll tell you what is going on. Uh, today, I've got another guest. I've got... Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Oh, we were literally just having a conversation about how we're both going to be really awkward with this whole podcast and Chris just went... <laughs> um, this is Chris Barker. He's one of my very, 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 very good friends. How are you, Chris? I'm okay, thank you. Okay. Just like put your lips on the mic. Oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> Give the people at home what they want. That's exactly what we <laughs> want. You had a good day? You've, um, we just, you've just been doing something, haven't you? Yes. So I've just been doing uh, uh, Twitter Live for an hour about the book that I wrote that came out earlier this year. So that was very exciting. Like a Q&A with the author. And the book is called Teach Like a Queen that I wrote with my sister. She was on it as well with me. Amazing. I got a you know a confession to make i haven't read it yet yeah that's fine but so the reason i haven't read it i would have read it had i not been told explicitly explicitly by my wife not to read it um because she said she wanted to read it before me and she hasn't started yet and she's a slow reader she'll start a book that's 80 pages long and she'll wait she'll she'll be on it for like six months whereas i can read like order of the phoenix in three or four days oh this is quick this is not it's a mere fraction of the order of the phoenix. <laughs> But yeah, I've been told I'm not allowed to read it until she's read it. But as well, the book isn't really for me or it. it so it's for teachers. Is Am I right in thinking that? Yeah, it's mainly for female teachers. I like to think there's something for all teachers and all public sector workers because it's based on something called the Nolan Principles, which are meant to underpin all public sector work. Um. So what, this is just me showing my ignorance right now. What are public sector workers when they're at home? <laughs> <laughs> People who work in the public sector, like doctors <laughs> or teachers, people who get doctors paid by, or... like, by public money, like taxes, pay our wages, rather than a business, oh. which is the private sector. Oh, uh, okay. Okay, cool. Just to elaborate a little bit more, just because I'm still very behind. So you, you talk about different um, famous people, different celebrities, different public figures let's call them yeah in 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 the that you talk about in the book and they and each of them holds a uh, a very specific role within the is it the nolan principle and and you talk about them and how they fall into it and how maybe people working in the public sector can be more like them to be better so so if i take the example one of the nolan principles is honesty and we have decided to talk in that chapter about rupaul because rupaul is very honest and lots of teachers find it difficult to be honest so like if they've observed a lesson and it was terrible they might be like oh that was great well done when they need to be like you need to do better at this and <laughs> it's about trying to you know, empower them to, to do these things and if you if you were going to kind of rank yourself in the kind of in the in the nolan principle how would you are you quite honest would you say because i know you're this is gonna sound like i'm <laughs> licking your arsehole now but you're very good at your you're a you're a teacher, obviously. Oh, that's not what I thought you were going to say. Uh, yeah, I am. A Why? Teacher. What did what did you what did you think I'll I was going to say? In a minute, I'll let you say it. And then okay. Um, no, you're. I, I think you you you. Oh, you're obviously very good at what you do. You're a maths teacher, but you're head of ma- You're head of the department yeah. in your school, and you've been head of department since you were twenty-five. Twenty-five. That's really young. Yeah. I think for that kind of role. And so, and yeah, I haven't aged at all since <laughs> since you started it. What, seventeen years ago? Yeah. What did you think I was going to say? I thought you were going to say um, that you think I'm very honest. Oh no, yeah, no. Well, that that was going to be that was the, the the question. Yeah. Um, are you are you 
being head of maths obviously you've got to not only teach the children you've also got to oversee the entire department and yeah. if there's a maths teacher i won't say out loud which school you work at but if there's a if there's a teacher being shit would you tell them if they were yeah i'm very fortunate that i don't have teachers like that but yes yeah um when i first took over the role it was something i found much harder than i do now i would say in normal life i find it easier to be honest than at school because i'm very concerned about people's feelings at school whereas with my friends i'm like it's fine that's really weird they're gonna be okay (laughs) in your in your personal life you find it easier to be honest even though for, for me i find i would find it probably easier to be honest in a in a work environment because maybe it's only maybe it's just me because i have friends and they are my friends because i chose them to be friend to be my friends and you know because i like them you know you're here because i like you i wouldn't have a colleague here because those people aren't my friends those are my they are my colleagues i see them every day just like i see you and speak to you most days mm-hmm. i see them every day but it's not out of choice so I, w- I would find it a lot easier to be very brutally honest with them. Yeah, fair. Because if they turn around and said, well, you're a dick, I never want to speak to you again, I'd be like, yeah, you know what, that's fine. Do you know what I mean? I know what you mean. I think with my friends, I'll find it easier to be honest because I care about them so much. Like, whereas if, if, if I could take my actual job out of it, if I have to be honest with someone at school, I'm being paid for it. Like, I, I don't benefit when I go home if that person's heard the truth or not. But with my friends, I'm like, yeah, I... I if there's something I think they need to hear, I'm happy. To, I'd rather they know. Yeah, but I get what you mean. Yeah, I think I I think I've kind of misunderstood the, the the difference between being brutally honest and being brutal. I don't think I'm brutal. No, no, no. Um, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> like, I don't mind being brutal with someone at work. Like, okay. I think you're being a dick. Uh. Stop being a dick. Whereas, it's a difference between being. Yeah, no, I wouldn't when, say if that you, at yeah. all. <laughs> I'd be <laughs> like, oh, you might want to consider underlining your title. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Whatever the issue is. <laughs> well, I think that's enough uh, enough yeah. introduction to you. Um, let's cut to the chase. Let's cut to the chase, <laughs> shall we? I don't know if I've discussed with you exclusively what this this whole thing is about. So the uh, the long and the short of it is, it's a podcast to try and normalise unexpected and potentially uncomfortable conversations. Mm-hmm. My worst nightmares. This should be fun. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and so what I'm going to do is I'm going to spin the wheel of topics. Mm-hmm. A topic will will be presented to us and we have to create a conversation prompted by that topic. Now, we don't have to stay on that topic. Like The entire conversation can go on for maybe 10, 20 minutes or whatever, but it doesn't have to exclusively stick around that topic. Okay. It just has to be born of that topic. But you can't say, what's something that you just like? Football. Humans. Okay, yeah. Football. Humans. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go football. <laughs> football so say football comes up and you go uh okay so football's the topic i don't like football let's talk about i could make it work maths yeah yeah but i'm just giving you an example oh i see but it has to be an organic like we have to start talking about football and then and then move it away yeah. from it if it if, if that's what happens so where is the michael mcintyre wheel <laughs> the michael mcintyre wheel is that not how we spin it um <laughs> Are you, do you want me to put the music in the background as I'm I spin I'm expecting it? this chair to spin around the room. <laughs> yeah. And then the topic. This, are, are you aware <laughs> this room is smaller than a shed? Well, I'm happy to spin around if that's what's needed. <laughs> now, Ben asked me if he could see the wheel. Heather asked me if she could see the wheel. I would like to know, do you want to see the wheel or do you want it to be a surprise? What is the benefit of seeing the wheel? Well, I'm not just get to see all the conversations that I don't get to have. <laughs> Well, it's 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 completely up to you. You can either watch the wheel spin or you can... No, if it's what Ben wanted to do, then I 
want to do the opposite. You want to do the opposite of what Ben did. Yeah. Okay. Um, for those of for those people who have no idea, there is a uh, a kind of faux rivalry between Chris and Ben in our friendship group. Mm. I have nothing else to add. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So here we go. I'm spinning the wheel now. How long does the spin take? Not long. It's okay. done. Okay. And um, much like Ben, yeah, we've got a country. Oh, okay. So. How much do you know about Switzerland? Switzerland? Very little. Same here. Okay. One thing I have just been immediately reminded of, off the back of that, is just because, obviously, Switzerland is um, is the place where... So, right. Backstory for people that don't know. Our friend Ben, who we were just talking about, um, had slash has a business which is um in the world of mindfulness coaching and training your mindset and all that lot mm-hmm. and he his business now i think is benjamin still's mindfulness coach but it used to be headrest i'm really curious to see where you're going with this to link to switzerland no 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 there is a link to switzerland i promise you so yeah it used to be called headrest but he's since done like a rebrand and we play this game when we get together in our friendship group called jackbox mm-hmm. people might have heard of it it's on it's on the xbox and you yeah, can you can log in on your phone and you you play along to different things and this one game we were playing i can't remember what it was maybe it was like quiplash or something like that you were sent a question and you had to send back something that was basically like a prompt for something and i think the question was something along the lines of what is something that puts you to sleep mm-hmm. and everybody that was playing the game that day typed in headrest yeah or like a variation of that word like because it's very dull <laughs> because because ben <laughs> is basically the whipping boy of the of the of the group but not by me i'm like his one you know number one fan so yeah what is something that puts you to sleep everyone sent headrest or head underscore rest or head hyphen rest or headspace rest um or headrest one word or whatever and i was the only person that didn't write something around that kind of genre and i wrote dignitas yes which i remembered i did not get at the time yes but i think Dom because got the joke. i think only one person got the joke because dignitas is the company in switzerland that puts people to sleep that want oh, to right. die that's mm-hmm. that was the link to switzerland okay and that was that's the only thing i have to say on switzerland you know what we can talk about though with switzerland oh, what's that because I am desperate to go skiing in Switzerland. And I know that skiing is something that you'd be quite keen to do. I have never done skiing. Yeah. You we've, would love it. We've said a billion times. That's an exaggeration. We've said three or four times <laughs> that we're going to go to... Marginally different values. <laughs> says the maths teacher. <laughs> um, we've said a few times that we're going to go to the Chill Factory in Manchester. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to do some skiing. Slash. I wanna do, I'd, I'd rather do snowboarding. I think snowboarding looks cooler. Yeah, but snowboarding is really hard. Have you done snowboarding? Yeah. I've done the beginner snowboarding and I found it a lot harder than skiing. I suppose it's a, le- a little bit less free, isn't it? Because you, you're strapped to one board, whereas with skiing, you, you, your feet are at least yeah. separate. So you're, you're quite good at skiing. I know because, because being a teacher, and I know you've told me this, you've told me a million times to do my teacher training and start you know, planning on becoming, really becoming a teacher. Mm-hmm. Because I remember when we were at school and our teachers used to be like, uh, we don't have uh, six weeks off when you have six weeks off. We've got work to do and we've got all this lot. But can I ask you now, as a teacher, do you get six weeks off when the kids get six weeks off? Me personally or teachers? You personally. 
I do very little work in the holidays. There's probably about two or three days of work I have to do. I know we've got other friends who are teachers and there have been times in the summer, in, in like, oh, well, in like holidays when we've had things, where, you know, we've said, oh, let's make some plans. And then they've said, oh, no, I can't do it on that day because I'm marking. And you've kind of jumped down their throat and been like, why the fuck are you marking on the, on the, on the holidays? You're not supposed yeah. to be working. Well, I think work-life balance is important. It is, but it's that whole, we used to get told all teachers have things to do yeah. in the holidays, but in actual fact, it's more a choice. Yeah, I reckon. Cool. Sorry, that was just a bit of a tangent. So, you go skiing a lot because you go on the school trips. Yes. And So that's the very last, well, one of the last things I did before COVID happened was go skiing, and we were in the red yeah, zone. Yeah, because we, and we... I had to be sent home from school. Because you were the person that brought COVID to the UK. Mm, no, we were red zone adjacent red zone but adjacent they didn't know this on that first day and we all got sent home from school so it when was, was it it was scary. like february 2020 february half term of 2020 february yeah. half term 2020 you were in italy yeah where covid was rife and then you came back to the uk where we didn't have covid yet and then like the next day we had covid in the country yeah i had a really great week you dick <laughs> <To some more>. <laughs> <laughs> now what i think actually is swiss and i might be wrong is Toblerone. And I know you said you weren't excited to talk about food, but I do quite enjoy a Toblerone. No, no, no. I do. I, I love food. All I said was, it's it'll be funny if we get another country topic and we end up just talking about food because there's a food from there. And yeah. actually, when we were talking about Viennese whirls mm-hmm. being from Vienna in Austria, it turns out that um, they're actually from Britain. So that was a bit of a kick in the nuts hack. But I do think you're right. Toblerone is from Switzerland. And my sister used to make this incredible Toblerone cheesecake. Ooh. I want to say used to. I mean, she's made it once or twice. It wasn't like it was like a business venture she had. Mm-hmm. Um, and she made them every day for six months or whatever. She, she's probably made two or three. And they're very, very nice. And that's about as, as far as I've got oh, with that. I was really hoping that was going to lead to you, like, revealing one from under the table. <laughs> <laughs> like, I know it's random, but here it is. <laughs> Stace actually made me a Toblerone cheesecake. How, that, how cool is it that, that we've got Switzerland as a, as a thing? Um, have you ever been on a ferry? I have been. Well, yes, I went to Calais. I went to France. Because the European chocolates and things they have on the ferry make me very excited. Well, and uh, I often see Toblerone there. Well, what sorts of chocolates are because when it comes to foreign chocolates would you call something from america foreign it's from a it's from a different country isn't it yeah like uh, probably probably my favorite foreign chocolate is hershey's the hershey's the cookie the cookie one you know the white Mm, one i don't know if i've actually even had one oh they're so they do them in the co-op oh they're gonna gonna say you have one when we go to florida no no i that's where that's where i first had one in florida and then it wasn't long after we got back from florida for the first time that I had a Hershey's from the from the co-op and realized they did them there. I was like, oh, Jesus Christ. Okay. But yeah. I should try one. Well, we just mentioned about the food situation mm-hmm. in Florida. There's no Switzerland in Epcot, is there? No, I think the, probably the closest you've got is Norway. There is, a, there is a Norway section in Epcot. I wonder if they put it in for the food festival. You know, they put in some like extra countries, don't they, for that? Oh, do they? Mm. Like, they do have... Um, the, uh, between... Is it Morocco and Mexico? They have got like a very small... People, I think people just kind of don't realize it's there, but there's like a little... I know it's, it's not a country, it's a continent, but they have like a little Africa section. Yes. Um, which makes sense why it would be near to Morocco. Mm-hmm. But I think people kind of forget that. It's like a little kiosk. 
Yeah. And it's like, it's not big at all. It's not like, it's not the same detail as what they've gone into with like England and Germany and France and Italy and all, all them lot. But, um, but yeah, we've said a few times, haven't we? We'd like to do the eating around the world. Yeah. But we never get a chance to. Well, we, what we need to do is we need to plan so that we literally wake up, no breakfast, get the skyline, get the skyliner over to Epcot, just eat and everything in sight. Do you know as well? Because I've been listening to other podcasts and watching vloggers and stuff about Disney World and things. Mm-hmm. I think it's very sp- specifically on the Giovanna Fletcher Journey to the Magic podcast. People go clockwise around Epcot. Okay. And it's seen as a bit of a faux pas if you go anti-clockwise. Yeah, I saw a TikTok about that. But we've, we go we've always gone anti-clockwise and we've never strayed from that path. Mathematically, anti-clockwise makes more sense. Explain. Because that is the direction you would go in radians, for instance. And also that's the direction that's treated positive with moments. And that is the direction trigonometric functions go round. So I feel like it is the most logical reason to go anti-clockwise. You're so smart. <laughs> Why would we go clockwise? I don't know. I just, I always thought because of kind of where we enter the, where we actually enter the park to go anti-clockwise mm. was just the closest entrance. So, you know, to enter into Canada and then you've got England and it goes round and, but yeah, people, people say that it, you need to start with, is it Mexico on the opposite side and then go around that way? Yeah. But then I also, if thinking about food, I would rather eat a Mexican for my tea than poutine or whatever I might find in Canada at the end of the day. Poutine. That's Probably just like maple syrup bacon or something. Poutine is real food. I mean, I would have that. No, I know. But I I would rather have something that I know that I'm going to like rather than just eat something because I think the word sounds cool. Like, I think calamari. Um, yeah, but have you had poutine? I don't know what poutine is. It's essentially their version of like chips, cheese and gravy. Oh, wow, okay, that's fine. But they just call it poutine to sound less <laughs> scummy. <laughs> chips. Yeah, I can have some chip cheese and gravy, please, mate. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> so, if we were to eat in every country yeah, okay. in Epcot, mm-hmm. what would you have from each country? Do you want me to... I'll get up just so that we remember. Here is a list of countries in Epcot in the order that they are Around the World Showcase Lagoon, if you go anti-clockwise. Mm. So this tells you to go anti-clockwise. Yeah, like you're in radians. Yes. So, Canada. You're going for p- p- platoon. Poutine. Poutine. I don't, I've never heard of it until today. Poutine, which is chip cheese and gravy. Essentially. Essentially what we would call chip cheese and gravy. Now. But you can have other toppings. You can have like pulled pork on it. I would love pulled pork. My... My only worry with having something like that would be, is filling. that too filling mm-hmm. but that, when you've would be still breakfast. got all of the other countries to go around? I'm thinking more like something like bacon and maple syrup on pancakes. I think that'd be just as filling as poutine. What do you think? Yeah. I think there's less carbs. Poutine, is, poutine seems to be exclusively carbs. Yeah, but it depends how big a portion you get. Plus, I think... Okay, if the portion's like the mac and cheese that I got from Animal Kingdom, it did not even touch the sides. Okay. I ended up going back for a second one. So I think I'd be back. <laughs> I do still think I would go for the uh, bacon and maple syrup on okay. pancakes just mm-hmm. because... It's very breakfasty as I well. I was going to say, if we start in there in the morning, you'd want something breakfasty. Yeah. Uh, you're going for something more like, you know, end of the night when you're smashed out your tits. Fine. And trying to find a taxi home. I'm okay with that. Cool. 
Um, United Kingdom. Yeah. I'd probably just go to, like, go into the shop and see if they've got any like Kit Kats or something. Yeah, they had something like... that's like exclusively English. Yeah, it's chocolate. not novel, is it? Food in England? No, I'd, because I might even just skip England because we're English and it's it's not it's nothing special for us, is it? No, but if we're eating around the world, I feel like we are meant to. We but I'd to probably eat. just do something like you and get something that they think is very English, like a chocolate bar. Yeah, bar of dairy milk. That, yeah. You don't get that in America. Do dairy you? milk. Yeah, yeah, that's good. Good, good shout. France. I'm definitely going to the patisserie. Yeah, that patisserie did sound really good. We've we've been there before. I think 2015. When you were, I don't with think us. I've been. Um, it was very nice. I had like a massive chocolate eclair. Mm. It was very nice, but I could probably have like a croissant or something to make it really, really French. Oh, but I'd go for an eclair over a croissant any day. Yeah, but is an eclair French? Yeah. Oh, is it? Yeah. Okay, good. It's got an accent on the e and everything. Eclair. Okay, cool. Morocco. I don't know what Morocco typically has. Do, uh, don't tagine. Have... Is Mor- is tagine Moroccan? I think so. I was thinking more like something is is isn't there like a, a Moroccan style like kebab? What are they called? I had I had them literally last week at a barbecue at mom and my dad's house. They were like a kebab. Yeah, but was it called a kebab? Oh, kofta, kofta. Yeah, okay. a kofta. Mm-hmm. That's what it was called, a kofta. Yeah, is no, that are they Moroccan? Probably. You could probably get them in Morocco. I don't yeah. know. We're showing our ignorance here. Japan. Now, Japan, I flood my basement for. You love Japan, don't you? Yeah. Japan is my favourite one. That shop, I do love. Because you're a big Because I like all nerd, the Pokemon stuff. I like all the anime stuff. I bought my kimono from Japan. You like hentai? Uh, I, don't, I actually don't watch hentai. Really? Yeah. That surprises me. Uh, I'd probably keep it light because I would have had quite a lot and I'd have to have a little bit of sushi. I would probably join you for sushi. Mm, now that you like seafood. Well... I I have always said that eating around the world, even if I just have one small m- mouthful of sushi, mm-hmm. which I can probably just swallow down quite quick, and not have to taste it. Yeah, you know, can you know, I think I could probably deal with that quite yeah. easily. Something like that, or maybe sake. Yeah, remind me again what that is. Like rice wine. I probably wouldn't partake in that. I'd never tried that. I'd be open to trying it. Okay, cool. The US. See, at that's this point, be a challenge. But at this point as well, because we're like halfway around, it might be like lunchtime. Mm-hmm. So maybe like a hot dog or something. Yeah. Like but, a big, thick, like Casey's Corner style hot dog. Yeah. I I would weigh up the options because if I have a hot dog, it'll be very filling. And also, I will have probably already had about 10 hot dogs across the holiday so far. <laughs> because it is the modal thing I eat when we go to Florida. <laughs> <laughs> Dogs so good. I just love them. Yeah, they're so good. Um, but yeah, I'd probably go hot dog in the US. I mean, you need need a drink as well at some point, so I'd probably get like some Fanta. Yeah, Downers, some or Coke or, or Sprite. bottle of water. Oh yeah, you're one of those people, aren't you? Yeah, I love it. I have some water, please. People like water. It's mm. good for you. But not wearing not when we're in America. Italy. See, I would rather have something substantial in Italy than in America. Okay. Like I'd happily have some pizza. Or a portion of pasta, or I, 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 literally any Italian food. Yeah, I'd probably go because in in some places you can, especially in America, you can get like where it's like one massive slice yeah. of pizza. So I'd probably maybe go for something like that. What are those things that I've had, I had when I went to Venice? I had a thing that I remember Brock used to make in Pokemon, and they were Italian, and they were like a rice ball, uh, arancini. Arancini. Yeah, 
that wouldn't be too huge. I mean, it is essentially a big bowl of rice. Yeah, and if you've already filled up on... Because if you're going anti-clockwise, US is before Italy. Yeah, but I would... Knowing that now now that you remind me that Italy comes straight after it, I would be more inclined to, to eat something light in USA. Okay, so go back like to US. Just, uh, what would you have that's lighter than a hot dog? Like a Mickey ice cream. Okay, that's a good shout, actually, yeah. Yeah, or uh, like a donut or something. Yeah, something small. Yeah, and then something more substantial. I'd probably have like a calzone. Yeah. I love a calzone. Mm-hmm. Um, in Italy, something filled with like, Meat. uh, yeah, meaty, like something like um, salami, red pepper, kind of red onion, mm-hmm. like a tomatoey sauce, very nice. Germany, see, Germany would be hot dog. Mm. Do you think I'm going for or sausage? Oh, I'm going for something a lot less filling. If I've just have, if I've just had a calzone, then I but I can always fit sausage. Like, I, <laughs> of course you can. I really like sausage. <laughs> Do yeah. Well, I'm going to go word as original. <laughs> oh. They're, they're, they're German, aren't they? Yeah, but I'd rather have a sausage. Versus original. I'd gauge it from how full I am from the previous two countries. Yeah, but I think I would be, after just having a donut in America, and then a calzone, which are very filling. The calzone is big, yeah. Yeah, but I do love a calzone in yeah. Italy. And then Germany, I'm going to have a bag of word as original. Mm-hmm. Not the whole bag. I'll share them out. I'll have one or two. Yeah. Share them out. Then it's China. Now, China. Do you remember last time we wanted to try that drink that we saw on Disney Food Blog called Tipsy Ducks in Love? Don't remember that, no. Well, I specifically wanted to try it last time, and then the kiosk didn't have it, or someone wasn't behind or whatever, and I couldn't have it, but I would have that. Okay. Is that, was... ex- is that eating around the world, or is that drinking around the world? Because you, you can do like a drink around the world as I well, I think it you? should still count, because I did say sake maybe for Japan. Okay. So we're including drinks. I think that's wise. And is that an alcoholic drink or is that a... It was, yeah. I can't remember what was in it. I think it was something like tea, coffee and rum or something. I can't remember. Wow. You... Sorry, what? Uh, no, I don't drink any of those You things. don't drink alcohol or caffeine. Yeah. I th- I really wanted to try the drink when it came up. I remember this feeling. Wow. Okay. I probably would try that. I'd be like, can I have one of those please, but hold the rum? Yeah. But I, they do a really, really nice chicken and sweet corn soup. Yeah, but I find soup very oh, it, no, filling. No, not chicken and sweet corn. Chicken, it's like a chicken noodle soup. Yeah. In um in in the China Pavilion. China I've is, had a few times. It's very nice. Yeah, China's not going to be difficult to eat in. Yeah, like everything. Oh, there'll be something very. The, 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 there'll be something to find in yeah. in China that was very tasty. Uh, the penultimate stop now is Norway. Mm. I don't know what necessarily is kind of on the menu in Norway. No, I don't. Maybe like reindeer. Maybe. I yeah, I genuinely have no idea for Norway. Maybe like a because I know in in Norway is where they have like the the frozen section is. It's where you can mm-hmm. meet Anna and Elsa, and they have the frozen ride, frozen ever after ride. But you're probably not going to be able to eat Anna or Elsa. No, but <laughs> it's not where I was going with that. <laughs> I was thinking maybe there's going to be maybe there's like a Sven cookie or okay, like maybe. an Olaf cookie or something like that. Yeah, so, something themed I rather see. than something actually from the country. Yeah, um, because again, showing my massive ignorance uh in in any other country around the world i don't know what's generally a big no i don't uh, delicacy in norway uh, and finally mexico now i do like mexican food yes we went to that mexican restaurant didn't we in mm, the yeah. in the in the in the pyramid and, and I, remember... I rated it because i had steak or something and everyone else had i want to say fajitas and everyone was disappointed yeah i can't remember well, what, was if really it nice. was fajitas or if it was some kind of um, Everyone had something that they thought like a burrito, 
I, was, I it thought it was going to be dead imagined. nice, but the, the, yeah, it was just yeah, there was some very odd um, vegetables on it, and I I'm quite picky with food at the best of times, and when there's some vegetables on there that I just don't I I don't know if I've ever seen them before in my life, so yeah. I, I just wasn't prepared to really put them in my mouth. So we we kind of booked to go to that restaurant and kind of left a little bit hungry because a, a few of us didn't really eat there. But I do lo- I do love a burrito. So if there was like a if there was like a burrito there with a filling I, that Mexican I was more food, inclined to. I go for. I really like Mexican. Yeah. Quesadillas, fajitas, enchilada, like, and like all of the above. Yeah. I like anything really carby. As long as it's got a nice filling. I just wasn't prepared for the filling. Oh, yeah. Like a, oh, like a side of nachos. Because yeah. as well, at this point, it's our last, it's our last stop of the day. Yeah. You're going to be full from all the food you've already eaten. Mm-hmm. Maybe there's like a nicer side of nachos. Yeah. With, maybe if they do like a, like a topping, like a pulled, like pulled, I love pulled pork nachos. Mm-hmm. Pulled pork ideal. nachos with maybe like a side of sour cream. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well. Nice, uh, nice that we can finish off the podcast dedicated exclusively to uh, Switzerland with uh, a tour around Epcot. Yeah. Which doesn't include Switzerland in any way, shape or form. No. Well, thank you anyway, Chris. Uh, I know you're obviously being a teacher. You don't, you're not public, are you, on social media? I was just going to say, having said that, do you want to plug any Social media. No, you've already plugged my book earlier, so it's fine. The book has been plugged. Yeah. So, good little book plug there for you. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, you can find me on social media, as I've already mentioned previously in the past, um, at underscore Sean Talks. That's TikTok, and it's also my... I have, like, a content creation style Instagram also now, which is also that handle at underscore Sean Talks. I have a personal Instagram, which is at Sean C. Wilkinson. I have a YouTube channel, which is just called Sean Talks, where I talk about ghosts and shit. If you have any questions, any comments, or any topic suggestions you'd like to see added to the wheel, you can email those into seantalkspod at gmail.com. Thanks again to Chris for coming down. And You're very welcome. Spending some time with me while my wife is away. And uh, I will uh, I will see... Well, I won't see anyone, will I, next week? People might hear me next week. Accurate. Lovely. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you very much. Bye. Bye.